Joining us now in our studios, we have uh, Nancy Just with uh, Age Friendly Northfield. Nancy, good morning. Good morning. And also uh, Dana Norvald of uh, Habitat for Humanity fame. Fame. Wow, that's a good introduction. Thank you. Uh, joining us as well to talk about, uh, uh, to talk basically about housing. We've uh, we've been t- going through the last few months over the course of the summer, probably dating back to the spring, the, the survey mm-hmm. that had been done earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Why don't we uh, start off by, uh, Nancy, you having, just telling us, that survey and when it's been completed and how what what you've used it for so far. Okay. Yeah, the survey was issued back it's it's for health and wellness. We looked at a whole different um cadre of services that come into the home uh, to provide us supports for older adults. And it was issued in February, right around the first week in February, concluded um, the last second to the last week in March. We worked with uh, Professor Andy Popick at Carleton and several of his students. They did the data analysis. We got their report at the end of May, um, beginning of June, and then it has taken us um, the bulk of the summer months to go through all the data to be able to um, take a look at the analysis and finally issue and edit edit and issue a report. Um, What we found in that report specific to um, the in-home services is that uh, there was a need for additional transportation, the kind of transportation that you would get from door to door rather than having to go and get on a bus on the corner somewhere. Chore and homemaker services, um, and those are things like helping with uh, snow shoveling, lawn mowing, raking on the outside of the house, and on the inside it would be doing things like laundry, meal prep, that sort of thing, so we don't have enough services in that category. And then support groups um, for caregivers um, who need to learn more about the kind of care or just to get together and share their experiences in the caregiving realm. Um, and the kind of support groups they were specifically asking for was things around memory loss, Alzheimer's, other kinds of dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things I think that came out of that report for us is that uh, a lot of people indicated they didn't know where to go. They didn't know where they could find these resources within the Northfield community. So one of the first efforts we're going to undertake is Um, trying to get the word out through the community resources document or the community resources booklet that was produced um, a little bit over a year ago. Um, It is out online, uh, and we want people to know more about how to access that. That is a uh, just a treasure trove of information mm-hmm. all in one place concerning really just about everything, all the concerns that you just mentioned in yes. our address. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it is a very good resource, um, and it, it's always a challenge to get um, information out into the community that people can readily access and use. Mm-hmm. So have all of these, uh, you've identified some of these areas from the survey, mm-hmm. uh, have they all been addressed? Are they being in the process of being addressed? I mean, are, are we forming some some uh, groups uh, yeah. that uh, people can talk to, some support groups and, and such? Um, we are in the process of developing that plan. Um, the first one that we are going to tackle is transportation, and we will be working with, when, with all of these services that rose to the top. Uh, we will be working with a variety of providers and the city 
um, to take a look at where do we go next? Um, mm -hmm. How do we make sure that we are developing the services that individuals have said that they can't find or there's not enough of? Um, and we will um, hopefully uh, get some assistance um, from all kinds of organizations uh, that are providing older adult services in this community and, and in the greater um, Northfield community mm -hmm. area. Oh, great. So, yep, and there will be room for everybody. Uh, I would encourage people, if they are interested in participating, that they email us, um, and that email address is agefriendlynorthfield, um, one, one, all run together, mm -hmm. um, at gmail.com. Um, if you have an interest in helping us out. All right. Well, and uh, all volunteers are, are welcome, I'm sure. Absolutely. Let's move it on to housing. You know, yeah. one of the uh, big areas that uh, has been identified on a larger scale, national scale, has been housing. You know, we've seen the baby boomer generation, and before that, the, the, the greatest generation uh, move up. And people are getting elderly now, and they're a lot different Way, ways you can live your life now than there were back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. This really changed quite a bit. And, and Dana being involved with Habitat for Humanity concerning housing, uh, you have probably seen uh, some of these type things. Yeah, absolutely. Housing for sure is a need for people of all generations, but we're particularly seen uh, as all of us are aging, uh, the issues that people have in their homes. And so Habitat for Humanity has, re has started a new program called Aging in Place. And that's what's really led me to being a part of the steering committee with Age Friendly Northfield. Mm -hmm. I'll just say, I know that Age Friendly Northfield has been around for several years by volunteers. It's an impressive group that has really done a nice job of uh, pulling together services. And I think one of the big goals is really, really highlighting to every organization, every uh, entity within the city, to churches, to civic groups, mm -hmm. um, and all the great nonprofits that we have in Northfield. How do we highlight the needs of our seniors in our community across the many different domains that the age-friendly responds to? And housing, of course, I'm all about housing. And so I was really attracted to how can we do something uh, to help our seniors. We know that oftentimes the most affordable place for seniors to live is the place they're already in and their home. And of course, that's the place they want to be. But with aging issues, sometimes they've got some health or accessibility or safety issues in their home. And so Habitat for Humanity has a program. It's a nationwide program within Habitat called Aging in Place. And that is really to help seniors who are 80% of area median income or below, which just means less than 70000 a year, um, do some, uh, maybe some modifications to their homes. So we've uh, started that program, and the number one request that we're getting is changing the bathtub that you have to step over into uh, to a walk-in shower. And so we've done three of those projects throughout our county. Um, and what a difference it makes for the person who lives there. It just is peace of mind um, that they don't have that big step to get over. Um, so age-friendly Northfield, we are really uh, entering a time where we want to educate our community about what some options might be for uh, modifying their home. And so we're currently planning a four-part community education series. Some of this happened pre-pandemic, if we remember yeah. pre-pandemic <laughs> days. Um, 
And so in November, we don't have the date set yet, but we'll get that information out. Um, in November, we're hoping to do a session on accessory dwelling units. Uh, the city of Northfield passed an ordinance several years ago that households could put an accessory dwelling unit. So we'd like to see more of those. Those are really great opportunities for a senior who's maybe um, lives in a big house. Their kids have gone and not returned because they're launched and they can live in a smaller house and maybe mm -hmm. their family comes back uh, to live in the bigger house. Maybe mom or dad needs a little assistance, but still wants some independence. Uh, so accessory dwelling units is really a nice opportunity for them to do that. So we're hoping to bring in someone from the city. There's a group called Yard Homes who builds accessory dwelling units. So we want to do a panel discussion with folks um, and maybe some folks in Northfield who've already done an accessory dwelling unit. So that session is hoping to happen in November. Then in January, we want to talk a little bit about universal design and modifications that people can make in their homes. Sometimes it's simple things as better lighting, handrails, or like I said, some uh, tub shower replacements, getting laundry to the main level. Uh, so we want to talk about that in January. Um, two programs here locally that help with that, of course, Habitat for Humanity has our program, but the city of Northfield, the HRA, the Housing and Redevelopment Authority, also has a similar program that has some funds available and then the third session is steps to downsizing how do you get rid of your stuff if you're thinking about <laughs> moving um, and then the fourth session is doing a tour uh, could we go tour some accessory dwelling units or some other um, age-friendly units in Northfield that people might be interested in so those are the sessions that we're interested in planning for the community to come to it sounds very thoughtful I mean those are all just very thoughtful sessions and uh it, it kind of i like that it leads up to the uh, tour at the end yeah uh, now how do people get involved with this do you register for it do you just show up uh yeah we'll have uh probably an rsvp process just so we can mm -hmm. we'll probably have some treats because who doesn't want treats at something like that um <laughs> so cookies. yeah cookies, <laughs> little coffee in the afternoon um so they'll be held at uh, 50 north mm -hmm. um when and so we'll create a brochure um hopefully you can help us spread the word about that but Absolutely. a good reason source for people to go to always is agefriendlynorthfield.com and uh, all the resources uh, that were talked about and upcoming events are on that web website agefriendlynorthfield.com all right sounds yeah. good what else yeah. do we need to know what else you've been working on anything you'd um, like to bring up I, I would say just trying to um, get the word out make sure that people know they're welcome to join us mm -hmm. they have a special interest in one of our um, areas that we're currently working on and I will say that probably the most active one has been uh, the health and wellness um, domain team uh, along with housing and uh, we will be delving into some of the transportation aspects too as a result of the survey that went out this mm -hmm. uh, this winter all right well and once again the, that resource guide that you have that's available on the website, mm -hmm. and you also have uh, hard copies available of the booklet to still, or are they all out? Well, there are still some hard copies mm -hmm. available that we've been doing small printing because, or small amounts of printing, mm -hmm. simply because um, you know you no sooner get it out the door than maybe there's another resource that you want to sure. add into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we're working on making sure that it's just easier for us to update it out on the website too. All right. Well, I'd like to echo what uh, Dana had to say about Age Friendly Northfield, uh, what you've done in just a few years with the the work that the volunteers have been put in. Uh, it's a wonderful asset to the community. You're doing good things. Yeah. Well, and I just want to say thanks to Dana. We're so happy to have her with us 
um, yeah. working on the steering committee. <laughs> yeah, I just love the, the partnering uh, with uh, different organizations because yes. there's so many that uh, really overlap so many services. Thank you so much for coming in today. We certainly appreciate it. And we'll look forward to talking to you or somebody from uh, Age Friendly Northfield coming up next month. Sounds good. Great. Thank right. you, Jeff. Thank you. That is uh, Nancy Just once again from Age Friendly Northfield and also Dana Norval, who's uh, along with that uh, representing Habitat for Humanity. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN. Rich has one more update in just a moment.